0: We are back with another edition of the quarantine cast. I'm always excited for these, but I'm really, really excited for this one because Rico Tally makes his debut this pro debut this weekend. How are you feeling?
1: Man, I feel super excited, super ready, just ready to go out there and shine. And just I just know it's my time to go.
0: I appreciate you taking time to to talk to me during fight week. How hectic is fight week for you? I mean, honestly, it's been really Super relaxed, everything's been
1: focused on me. you know, right now, like I'm just maintaining my weight, just sharpening up to the two these last few days. And then, you know, we gotta head out there um uh, Wednesday, weigh in's Friday, and then you know, fight Saturday. So everything's been super relaxed, super chill, and just right now I'm just focused on me and you know, my last little bit of uh, preparation and stuff.
0: How long of a travel is it? I mean it's in it's in Kansas, right? So how far how far is that from Wisconsin?
1: Uh it's about like eight and a half hours, almost nine hours.
0: Oh, wow. Driving or flight? Uh, driving. Driving. Wow. Wow. Okay. Crazy journey there. Um. So what does your typical fight week look like? I know this is the first time you're fighting as a pro, but what does it usually look like uh, during fight week?
1: Usually, like, Monday I'll, I'll go in. Like, you know, like, today I kind of just chilled, uh, moved around a little bit with some guys, did some rolling, just to, you know, keep the body sharp. And then uh, later on tonight I got a pass session. Tomorrow I have, to like, another, like, hard um, – Past session things like that and uh you know wednesday wednesday thursday i'm just kind of chilling checking my weight make sure i'm good you know and stuff and then uh yeah really it's like a relaxed week like monday Tuesday is kind of like my like uh ending like you know the weekdays and then the rest of the you know the last three days i'm just chilling
0: does it feel any different because you are going pro in this fight so it's your first one as a professional does it feel any different than your amateur fights
1: Uh, I definitely feel, it does feel a little bit different, like a little bit more like anxiety, more like intensity and more pressure. But at the same time, that's helping me prepare more to be a better me to go out there and win.
0: So it's been a while since we've seen you. I mean, 2019 was the last time you fought as an amateur, but you've kind of been doing other things in the meantime. So what's been the main reason for, for not competing in MMA?
1: So the the main reason I was scheduled, like after my last fight. I was scheduled for another fight in 2020, and then COVID happened. So it was supposed to be I was supposed to have another amateur fight in my hometown. COVID happened, didn't happen, and then I ended up finding street beefs, and like you know, I just stuck with them there because they were still doing fights during the whole COVID, and then that just kind of kicked off from
0: there. So how did that come about? I mean, you're you're champion there, street beefs, nine and zero, uh, undefeated. How did it come about? Uh, you you uh, fighting in street beefs.
1: Yeah, so I was in the Facebook group for like a few years because I was always just wanting to watch and get like the previews, like what the guy's doing, what the guys was talking about. And then they made a post. I had signed up. They didn't thinking, like nobody would like match up with him just because I had experience. And somebody's like, Yeah, I'll throw down with you. And I was like, I don't wanna drive, you know, the ten plus hours to go there. And then nobody, you know, shows up. So a guy showed up. He ended up showing up a little bit later, like after all the fights are done. We fought my very first fight in like uh, the the uh, original backyard of like the guy's place and then uh eventually they, they came they came and invited me back as I followed my second fight, went back down in Virginia like two weeks later, won the belt and then I just kept fighting from there, then it just kept going and going and going.
0: Man, I love it. I love it. Is it is it the last time we'll see you in Street Beasts? You you're obviously going pro in MMA. Is Street Beasts a thing of the past?
1: Uh yeah, you know, for right you know, yeah, for yeah, for sure. Because um uh, my last fight with them was in January, and that was kind of like me, like my leaving behind, you know, um, as far as, like, fighting for them. But th- I will always, like, support them and watch the fights. And, you know, I try to go out there every once in a while to see, like, the next up-and-coming talent. Because there was a lot of, you know, great guys who had potential. Maybe they need to get into a gym and had a right, you know, be in, like, the right, uh, right coaching. And there were some guys who had, like, super raw talent that could be, like, on that level if they just believed in it. So I will always be there to support them. You know what I'm saying, and just uh, just to know I came from that journey to where I am now, it just it's so it's such a blessing. I'm so grateful to have fought for them, despite like what people may have said, because the experience and the friends that I made will, will go for will go with me for a lifetime.
0: I love it. I know with pro debuts, everyone has like I'd say a little bit of OCD because they want it to go perfect, right? They want to that one to zero so badly. It wasn't ideal for you. You had another opponent. You had an opponent switch, different date, different city. How do you deal with all that uh, change leading into a fight?
1: Uh, you know, it's the same thing, you know what I'm saying? You know, different day, same opponent. My mission is still the same. Go out there, get my hand raised and implement my game plan. If my game plan don't work, you know, I, you know, it's like on the fly adjustment, you know what I mean? Like at this point being a professional, same thing with the amateur. I had fights where I was supposed to fight this guy and they changed like the day of, you know, so – I mean, luckily this changed like a few weeks of, so, you know, for me, it's just a matter of just going out there, staying focused, and, you know, don't let anything thing distract me as far as like the little things, and just focus on the big thing ahead.
0: So Mohamed Zvolak, what do you know about him? How do you think you match up with him?
1: Uh, what I know about him is he's a, he's a really good fighter. He was undefeated as an amateur. Despite his 0-1 record as a pro, it doesn't really speak to his skill set, and that's the case with a lot of fighters who, like, maybe they become one and two or you know two and three super skilled guys but you got to look at who they're facing they're facing killers are they facing like guys who like finna be in the ufc or guys who were like former champions and maybe like in other organization. So, so it doesn't really uh speak to muhammad's skills i think he's a great fighter uh he has a good stand-up he has good grappling and as far as the matchup i think we match stylistically we match up you know great he's south paul i'm orthodox uh he's a grappler i'm a grappler i strike he strikes so stylistically it's a very really good matchup
0: I couldn't help but notice you're repping Rufu Sport. Uh, you train there. Uh, you know, what's it like working at a gym like that? Obviously, surrounded by so many great guys: Sergio Pettis, Anthony Pettis, Duke. So many guys there. What's it like being at that gym?
1: Uh, it's like I got there in February this year, so I've been there a little bit, like a little over like seven, eight months. When I first came in there, it was really like I want to say like welcoming, you know what I mean? Because nobody knew who I really was besides like a few people I had met over the years and, and networked with. But it was really like a welcoming environment, and then just meeting Anthony and Sergio and talking to them and getting their experience. Like you ever catch yourself in that like fanboy moment, just like oh crap, this is so and so. But to them, you know what I'm saying, they're just like a normal person. Like it's just like an everyday thing. Like yeah, they are who they are, but they don't let that get to their head. And that's something to me that like kind of clicked with me right away. That like they were just so humble and just could be normal people despite having like this celebrity status in the community and things like that. And that teaches me right now to be whatever whatever like if i blow up or whatever something like that right just always be the same person like yeah money helps and that's the big goal right we all want to be wealthy and successful but don't let that get into your head always remain who
0: you are because
1: they started from the same path as me as a kid fighting didn't grow up didn't have much but now they're trying to become something and be something great to have something great
0: speaking of the team who is who's been your main training partners for this camp
1: yeah so my main training partners for this camp um uh for this camp so far it's, it's been my man Ho- uh, jose cruz who's been helping with my pads like my power things like that my founder um eddie eddie Men- eddie mendez emmanuel poe brandon evans been helping me out a lot because he's southpaw and uh we have this um guy who's visiting from korea he's actually
0: following k1 and he fights in risen now
1: and his name's uh, randon yamamoto
0: love it love it who's making the walk with you who's who's making the journey down who's going to be in your corner
1: yeah, so in my corner I got uh, Jose Cruz, which is you know, like my uh, the striking coach. You guys have been doing pads with me. Uh, Eddie Mendez, who's you know who fought himself and is super well-rounded, ju- I mean jiu-jitsu guy, striking guy. He's been there, done that, and also we'll be having my girlfriend with me. Of course, I always got to have the you know the significant other supporting you.
0: What's that going to be like? Uh, is it the first time she's going to be in the corner?
1: Um, she's been in the corner in like some of my other fights, but I mean this will be the first time making like. You know the walk to like uh you know obviously in you know, a professional cage all together and so. stuff.
0: What's that experience like? Is is it nerve wracking for you knowing that she's there watching?
1: Uh, not really. You know, what I'm saying I really don't focus too much on like the things surrounding outside the cage. I, I'm always my mind is always on the fight. Like once I get like once I get in the cage, I'm on. You know, my brain is on the fight. That's all I'm thinking about is in the fight. You know what I mean? Like I don't care if my mom, dad, and God is out there. Like I'm focusing on this man in front of me because i know if i get distracted for one second you know i could lose just like that
0: i love it well i'll ask one last one here and then i'll uh and then i'll let you go but for people who haven't seen you compete what can they expect from you on saturday
1: you know they can just expect a young ferocious you know kid guy just to go out there and just you know put it all on the line like i'm not one of those guys who go out there to play it safe i'm looking for the finish i'm looking to win i'm just looking to grind get dirty you know, I expect to get hit, you know what I mean? I'm not saying I'm going to go out there and be like a Mayweather and not, and not get hit or nothing like that, you know what I mean? That's my style. Like, I want to go out there. I want to grind. I want to get dirty, you know. I just want to be in your face the whole 15, 25 minutes to let you know. Even if I lose, you know, you're going to know you were in a fight.
0: All right, man. Well, I'll give you this chance here to to to, uh, to thank any sponsors or plug your social media.
1: Yeah, if you guys want to follow me and follow the journey, you know what I'm saying, you could follow my – uh Instagram at Champ Reckless Rico, then, you know, add me on Facebook at, uh, at Rico Tyler, but I just want to give a shout out to my, um, there's, there's so many to name, but just all the sponsors, you know, that's been with me throughout the years, and even the new ones, all the haters, all the supporters, you know, it's been a long journey to get to where I am now, and I always say, like, you know, no matter where you come from, even if it's not much, always believe you can get out of any situation that you've been in, you know, there's never an end to the tunnel, there's always going to be a light at the end of the tunnel, even when you think, There isn't one, even if it's just a glimmer of a small hope, you always have to be optimistic and know that you can get on to a better day.